Thought Bubble Audio. Welcome to Supergirl TV Talk. This is the podcast where we talk about the hit show Supergirl. I'm Frank, and with me is my world-killing friend, Julia, uh, uh, Tim. Tim, not Julia, Tim. Who is this Julia she speak of? She sounds like a wonderful character description. I bet she is. I bet she is. Uh, you know, I- I'm sure that we can delve into things and and kind of figure out who exactly she is and what what her story is. But uh, for now, I want to say hi to you, my friend. How, how are you? I'm doing quite well, my friend. How are you? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Things are um, things are going well. I'm a little sad that we're not going to have any Supergirl for nine weeks, which is just like an interminable amount of time. But it's, um, it's like summer vacation know. before summer vacation. It, it, it really does feel like summer vacation. Like nine weeks is basically how long we take for a summer hiatus between seasons. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so so I guess but if, in the good way of looking at it, mm-hmm. we will we will have non-stop Supergirl episodes from the middle of April until the middle of June. Right. And on top of all of that, it'll be one less month waiting for the next season. Yeah. Yeah, that so- mm. Now wait a second. Let me think about that. So the the season will end when? At, if June eighteenth, I think is the final episode okay. air date. Okay, so um, yeah, I guess it won't be. Well, it depends when the next season picks up because usually it's October. Right. So, but it usually, uh, yeah, June eighteenth. That was right. So instead of um, May to October or April to October, it'll be just June to October. Is what you're saying? Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so, that's not so bad. We've had a different month for every season of Supergirl so far. First season was April, second season was May, and now we're in June. Yeah, there you go. So next year we'll be in July. <laughs> by the by, these standards, yeah, yeah. So we just we just keep like making the making the rounds. Interesting. Well, uh, speaking of making the rounds, I would like to make the rounds of some of the emails that we've gotten over at SupergirlTVTalk at Gmail dot com, and uh, hear from the lovely, lovely people who listen to this program. Okay, well, you go ahead and do that. All right. Well, uh, this first one comes from Bria. Uh, Bria says, I have an explanation for why Kara's glasses work and also why Kara hasn't recognized Sam as being Rain, and they go very much hand in hand. People in general don't see the good in others. It's why the mousy little office girl who was a pet project of Kat and is now friends with the new boss, Lena, couldn't be Supergirl. Just no way. They really sort of have Lena stuck in this nexus of not deciding if she's good or evil. So even though Lena is close to Kara, she can't see Kara's greatness simply due to her nature. What Lena sees in Kara is someone that will accept her despite being a Luther. I want to pause there for a second. Does that? What do you think of of that? Like so far? Um, it's a it's a little cynical. Um, that people don't generally see the good in people but i understand though i understand the point i think i think more it's like you take people at face value i wouldn't necessarily say not seeing the good you just see what you see yeah i i i think it's kind of like i think it's kind of like how people you know don't they they can't imagine that clark kent is superman because like oh it's that you know that schlubby guy who's like all hunched over and everything no way in a similar way it's like you know uh, 
Bria says mousy little girl like you know she's sort of just like meek and and shy and there's no way that could be Supergirl like even if the thought occurred to you 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 would dismiss it in a second so I I I see that right there that Bria goes on to say Kara hasn't put the pieces together of Sam being rain uh for this it's the same thing except for the exact opposite reasons Kara inherently looks for the good in people so she can't even imagine anyone, let alone her friend Sam, as being the deadly world killer Rain. Now that I am more, I, I'll buy into that part. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually very on board with that. I'm, I'm very on board with that part, that she can't, it would be no different than if, let's say, Lena was actually like doing horrible, like Luther things behind the scenes and Carl would be like, nope, nope, nope. She's not doing it because I'm her friend and blah blah blah. It's the, it's that's the um, the super problem, I mm-hmm, guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I I'll buy into that one. Um, but yeah. I guess in some ways because she is kind of like the hope or inspiration that everybody else isn't, then it would make sense for everybody else in some ways to see Sam as. Sam as rain mm-hmm. and she wouldn't but if everybody is seeing say the bad in somebody except for her they would still see her as rain right I think yeah. right yeah I I agree I think um I think that that's sort of one of the hallmarks of of Kara and and honestly like we saw some stuff in this episode that would support that theory right that she always sees the good in mm-hmm. people um so I think that that uh, I think Bria is very much on the money with this um so that's that's super interesting. Thanks so much, Priya, for for writing in. Um, I want to go next to this email from Daryl. Um, Daryl um, <laughs> pointed out an, actually a very interesting little um, tidbit. He points out that um, <laughs> so apparently Sam is supposed to have been born in 1979, um, mm-hmm. and we know that she had. We know that she had. Um, ruby when she was 16 um and so by that math uh ruby should be 22 or 23 right now (laughs) oh (laughs) so oops Hmm. someone did the math wrong there (laughs) that doesn't add up does it no it doesn't Um, no yeah no it doesn't it doesn't quite it doesn't quite uh doesn't quite line up but um maybe maybe ruby's like like um She's she's aging backwards like Benjamin Button, uh, where she has that yeah. um, that thing that Robin Williams had in the movie Jack, you know, where she he he look he's a kid inside, but he's um, aging quickly, so mm-hmm. he looks like Robin Williams, but it's the opposite of that. So like baby doll, mm-hmm. the Batman villain. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just making stuff up now. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm gonna move on. Um, I I want to uh carry on with something that daryl said here um my wayward son yeah yes carry on my wayward son um daryl says lena is undoubtedly the only character i care about on this show and the number one reason i am watching this season lena could teach james and Kara a thing or two about honesty oh yeah james wasn't in this episode no he wasn't was he (laughs) surprise (laughs) no yeah (laughs) anyway continue uh he says it was inspiring to see Lena reject Lillian's ways in favor of forging her own path in the world and even making the effort to save Morgan Edge. 
I was completely taken aback by seeing Lillian in the Lexo suit. It seems like the marketing department actually knows how to keep some things under their belt. It's true. Bam. It was a total surprise. It was a complete surprise, yeah. and that was such a swing at the marketing department. It, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I also wasn't expecting that Maxwell Lord name drop. Um, it seems uh, they want us to know they saw the first season, but not actually incorporate much from it. Um, Daryl really putting the putting the show on blast. Um, but I it, it was I thought it was cool to get that the Maxwell Lord uh, name drop, and it gives me hope that one day we will get him back. That one day he will be available and you know make a uh, make an appearance again. I agree. I I mean they certainly. I mean we went to four Raws. You know it's right. not like they right. are completely ignoring CBS's first season. Exactly. It's you know just actors have things to do on other things. Yeah. But it's I miss I do miss Maxwell Lord. They still have the Omega Hedron like. That's an un that that's a plot thread we have not returned to. Yeah, a, a pretty yeah. major one too. Like we, we mm-hmm. sooner or later we're gonna have to get back to it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, well, um, I think that's gonna be it for for today for the emails. Thank you guys so much uh, for writing into us at supergirltvtalk at gmail We sure do appreciate it. We love reading all your emails. Um, got some pretty some pretty good ones this week. Um, there's some fun things in the in development based on some stuff we got some for some of our listeners. So thank you to all of you for listening and uh, for for writing into us. Um, I want to switch gears real quickly here and talk about everybody who supports us over at patreon.com slash thought bubble audio, um, who makes this show possible, who makes beer with geeks possible, who makes Academy rewind possible, who makes Tolkien TV talk possible, makes all the shows possible at thought bubble audio. Uh, we love and appreciate you so much for as little as a buck a month. You can be supporting, uh, these shows and feel like you're doing, you know, doing, doing us a favor, making it possible for us to do what we love, which is talking to you about superheroes. That's what we love, talking about nerdy stuff. On Beer with Geeks, we talk about all kinds of nerdy stuff, not just superheroes. Um, And here we have to talk about Supergirl every week, and it's because of your generosity. So thank you for supporting us anywhere from a dollar all the way up to 25 bucks a month if you really feel generous. Um, you can support us and make these shows a possibility. So thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you. Head on over to patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio if you want to get um, that warm, fuzzy feeling, but also get early episodes of podcasts and exclusive episodes of podcasts that only our patrons can can hear. Thanks so much, and um, we'll, uh, we'll, see you, we'll see you over there. But in the meantime, Tim, I'll see you over here with a little blue book in your hand. Oh my God! It's right here. Oh, Here's there the it is. Book. I see it. It's little it and is. it's blue and it. Yep. Up. Oh, yep. It's a book. Checks out. Yep. Yep. Checks out. Checks okay. Out. So, so this episode, Supergirl, season three, episode fifteen, entitled "Both Sides Now," mm-hmm. premiering on February the fifth, twenty eighteen, directed by Jesse Warren, written by Jessica Queller or Keller, depending on your pronunciation, and Paula Yu. Me. You no oh. Paula you oh. not Paula you oh got it sorry not Paula you Paula you uh, you know what I'm yeah uh, I get it I know I know so there's a raid on the world killer house on Julia's house in the in the broad daylight and she's there listening to music so she's quite surprised she's just totally by oblivious. the raid um but then she's like boom I'm the world killer now Sonic boom and then. Uh, Jean and then uh, Jean Jones like, oh no, it hurts. Um, <laughs> but then Supergirl is like, boom, ice wall, 
stopped obviously. She's like, John is John's like, boom, got this phase through the ice wall. And then Supergirl taps the wall to have it crumble. And John's already taking care of the problem. What what an opening scene this was. Um, I enjoyed I enjoyed I, I particularly liked um, Supergirl's interaction with Julia this whole episode. But even at the beginning, she, she was so like you could see her brain processing the information kind of like. You don't know why we're here, yeah. which means that world killers don't always are not always themselves, which means that Sam is a world killer. Right. Well, um, so I think this might be the beginning of that puzzle sort of being pieced together. Like definitely. Right. Like just definitely. just them having the understanding that, OK, sometimes the world killers don't know what they're doing. Like even just that, like the blackouts and everything, that's how it's going to get pieced together. That's how someone's going to figure out who Sam, who Sam is. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You couldn't be more correct. Um, so Lena is stepping in back at Elcor to kind of help out because Sam is not doing so hot. Um, and because Sam told her friends this, you know, Lena's kind of like, no, I just miss Elcor. It's fine. Also, because you're ill and we were looking out for you. Um, Sam didn't take to that too well. She's kind of a workaholic that way. And, you know, telling your friends one thing, but then like accepting help or hospitality or charity or whatever is a little different. Mm -hmm. And so Sam's going to, is going to grapple with that just a little bit. Um, But Lena was looking super fabulous and kind of dangerous in her and evil in her fur collared coat. Um, Very much so. Very much so. She had that, she had that like billionaire heiress look about her. It was awesome. Projecting Um, confidence. Projecting confidence with fur. And um, an Irish accent. Oh, the one she said, I think she said Ruby once or Sam. And she said <laughs> Sam. And I was like, mm, there it is. There it is. <laughs> um, and she is, she, she, I think she might also be my favorite character too. Um, it kind of goes back and forth between a lot of different ones. But like every time she's on screen, it's a lot of like push everyone out of the way. Lena's here. Yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah. You know, um, anyway, um, the Kryptonian crystal, um, the or the black Kryptonian crystal was in Julia's house. And so they're all like, we're going to figure out how to solve this problem. Let's let's do it. Um, And Sonic Blast design. Oh, and they find out that the Sonic Blast from from purity, as the as they will call her, is designed specifically to hurt kryptonians mm-hmm. which i think is interesting so does that mean that it hurts everyone less than it hurts kara that's does that interesting make sense? that's interesting that that i i guess we don't know for sure but it's definitely a possibility Be- because in some ways that would explain why like some deo agents don't get killed by or or even alex none of them die by being hit by it um but Kara, you know, but it really hurts Kara more. I'm I'm not sure, but um, there's I there's something to that. Otherwise, why mention that bit of information? Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, it, that is interesting. It's not necessarily. Uh, who knows if that's going to be explored more? Mm-hmm. It might. That could be like teeing something up. But um, I I I actually had kind of not. I hadn't really dwelt on the significance of that. But that's that's interesting point you're raising there. So yeah, it could be that it hurts her more than anybody else. I mean, it could be sort of like a, you know, sort of the way like I don't know. I mean, kryptonite only affects Kryptonians, but it, it, I guess 
similar to the way that maybe magic or other things that that affect Kryptonians hurt them more than other kinds of aliens and whatever else. Sure, mm-hmm. it could be like that. Yeah, that's good. Good, good call with the magic. I always forget about that. Yeah. So, the Legion ship is running out of gas. Mm. Basically, it's running out of fuel. But this potentially could be fixed with the battery from Jean's own personal spaceship, and Win is all about this field trip. Um, and so while they go off and do that, Supergirl attempts to reach Julia, who is the world killer, also known as Purity. She, in attempting to, in attempting to reach her, Alex keeps stepping in and being like, listen, I'm the bad cop here and I'm going to hurt you and we're going to torture you and we're going to do terrible things to you because I'm Agent Danvers. And as cool in some ways as Alex is, most of this episode I was like, Alex, get out of the way. Like, you're ruining it. Totally, Every right? time. And so I'm glad that in totally. some ways what this this episode was about this, you know, quote the title, both sides now, you know, Kara's side and Alex's side and how do we approach that? And then also the different dualities of Julia and Purity and Sam and Rain, both sides now. I love it when the titles just work. I love that. So well. I love I love when, um, they, when they have really thought it through and you can like really dig into the meaning of it. It's, it is great. Um, so actually even even to continue that it would also apply to Monel and his both both sides of his feelings you yes. know for Imra and then for and then for Kara and then the, and then Imra's relationship with Monel and the like their secrets from one another both sides now I've got a secret you know by the way we're on a secret mission even from you from our our secret secret mission you know like this oh this was was I lot. love it when the title works. You know, yeah. a minute ago you said that um, the Legion ship was running out of gas. Um, you yeah. could say that Monel's relationship was also running out of gas. Bam! Nailed him. Throw some shade right at Monel. <laughs> you did it. Um, anyway, um, Sam goes to pick uh, Ruby up from school and they're playing hooky and Ruby's all like hell yes and Sam's like you get special you get one hell yes for this day so I hope you enjoyed it I hope it. you enjoyed it that was great <laughs> that's, that's hilarious um so we go to check out John Jones's Bel Air which is a beautiful car um, just keeps car. coming back keeps coming back I love it's the I third love time we've seen it is it the yeah. third time it's the third time we've seen it oh my god I don't even, I don't even remember it being the third I remember it being the second time this um, is the third time. Cool. Yeah, yeah cool. those are the first. The first time is the trip to go see mom. That's the right. Time I they remember, take yeah. his, th- and oh, then wait. there's no, the flashback. The I remember the. I remembered Kara driving it. Was she driving it on Mars? She drove it on Mars. Yeah, they took it to Mars. Yeah, that's the one I remember. But you're right. So they this drove- might be the. So, yes, yeah, so, and then I think we see it one more time in the flashback when when Jean goes to check like check on them remember okay like he goes to check on Kara when she's a kid and so i'm thinking this might, might be, be the fourth four. time we've seen that car although i guess twice in one episode doesn't count uh, i think that was yeah. the same episode oh, okay fair yeah so i think this is the third third or fourth time we've seen that car definitely the third maybe more um so anyway so they just basically taking the battery monel needs a jump essentially he needs to charge his phone and you know that's what you know, <laughs> that's all it is i need the battery from your phone to charge my phone that's that's what i need 
I need your charger. So, um, so they they got to give the legionship a jump, and that's it. So Kara is going through a file on Julia, and Julia or Purity is basically kind of just playing with her, saying that she and the other world killer have had to wait for cosmic alignment. So it was all about hiding and masks and all of this different stuff. And it's all just to get under Kara's skin. So we don't actually know if that's true or not. She could just be saying those things because these are the things that will only make Kara feel more desperate or sad right. or anything right. like that. So it's interesting because um, Purity is, as much as Alex is playing mind games with Purity, Purity is playing mind games with the two of them as well, especially with Kara, because she knows that Kara has this hope this innate desire to see the good and so Mm -hmm. she's messing with her too like saying that julia was hasn't been real and like for the last 10 years i've just been playing the role and like we saw at the beginning like her eyes light up and like we we saw that there was a real julia and then this purity character but she plays it in such a way that it even makes us as the audience doubt oh was what were we seeing is alex right or is Kara right which one of them is right like that who's being played? Who's being played by who? Mm-hmm. Who's being played by whom, Frank? Whom? You're right. Whom? Sorry, English teacher. Sorry. Sometimes it's who. Sometimes it's who. Yeah, but not yeah. in that case. No. Um. Anyway, uh, so Supergirl almost reaches Julia, but then Alex just kind of ruins it every time with her cynicism, where she says is keeping her alive, as she says. Um. And so it's hard it's hard for a car to make any kind of headway because of that. I had originally thought this was maybe because Kara almost died from the last world killer. Right. So, and that's what, so Alex is kind of like working off of that and like, you know, being overprotective. Turns out I was wrong. Turns out um, not, not the case. No, but that's okay. Um, the lesion ship jump is not working. That isn't, that is a no go. And during that time, there seems to be some kind of tension between Imra and Monel, but we don't know what it is. But we'll find out later. Um, and so we go back to the interrogation of Purity, and she's really toying with Alex now. They're trying to Alex's way, you know, the the Hardo way, and that isn't working. That isn't working either. Meanwhile, Hooky, Sam, and Ruby are ice skating and having a delightful time. Um, then we go back. To, there's a lot of hopping around this episode. Now that I'm looking <laughs> at my notes, jeez. Um, so we go back to the crystal in the DEO, and that turns itself on. Um, meanwhile, Purity and Supergirl are talking in Kryptonese, and they're all like, "Blah blah blah," made up language, and they're like, "Blah blah blah," made up language. You and so on and so forth. Um, I love when they speak Kryptonese. By the way, I just I love that. Me too. Me too. Do you still wish it was called Kryptonian and not Kryptonese, or are you over it? I'm over it. I'm over it. It is what it is. I don't think I'm over it. It's weird. Hmm. Anyway, doesn't really matter. I guess I am over it then. Um, <laughs> so Sam disappears on the rink. She has a little bit, when the crystal goes off, she has a bit of a, a rain out, um, mm-hmm. and she disappears, leaving Ruby all alone amongst all the people ice skating. And the the crystal kind of creates like an EMP blast inside the DEO, and that allows that allows Purity to escape and reclaim the crystal. I really thought Wind was going to get really a lot more hurt than he was. I felt very good. Also, um, maybe that actually lends some 
precedence to the the Sonic Blast hurts Kryptonians more because, you know, like Purity Sonic Blasts Supergirl and she's down for the count. But like nobody else seems to be as down as much. So mm. maybe maybe it really does hurt her more. Who knows? Well, Who's somebody over there probably someone knows. Someone probably knows, yeah. Yeah, I would I would Who's to I say? would guess someone knows, but but we don't. Mm-hmm. Not me. Do you know? Nope, I don't well, know. Then what? Nope. No, no, who does it? Who knows? No, who, also, no, who doesn't who? know? John Jones. But what he does know is to bring some booze. Ah. To, he knows to bring some booze over to that ship. You know what I'm he, talking he about? Knows, he knows when he sees somebody. He needs. He sees somebody who needs uh, needs some booze. He knows. Yeah. When he sees it. And this was such. I thought this. This was such a great moment in because you don't see a lot of Monel and John bonding time this was not really something we saw a lot of last season if at no, all definitely really not. um and so we bring some spicy moonshine which is well, it's a which is a, a martian a martian drink uh, and i like them when i was like there's a there's a label on here it's like yeah it's selling it at selling it at the bar it's doing pretty well so jean while running the deo is also making liquor <laughs> and selling it to the bar illegally like, presumably Illegally. Well, I mean, I mean, who's going to, I mean, I mean, who's going to stop them? Really? I guess. Um, I was just say he probably doesn't have a license. I, he's like, no, probably <laughs> not. I'm going to say he doesn't. No, it's like homebrew. It's like home, right. Um, so like he's selling it. I don't know. I think it's hilarious that he like works in like law enforcement, but he's also like breaking the law on the side. Do you think this is what he gave his dad to do so he wouldn't be bored? <laughs> That he's just like, uh, he, he's just, what, what, what was your nickname for his dad? MJ. 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 So MJ is just like making bathtub gin. Bath yeah, basically. Gin. Bathtub moonshine. Spicy <laughs> moonshine. Right. And I love that. I mean, it's like a father-son business. They're bonding over it. Yeah. Yeah. That's wicked funny. Super um, funny. So, so Jean is like, you know, I've been married for a couple of centuries and so well, it's been a couple of centuries since he was married, but he was married for 77 years. So he says, you know, like, I know, like, a lover's spat or a marriage spat when I see one. And so if you need to talk about it, you know, we have our spicy moonshine. So if if you need something, <laughs> I'm here. Um, And and this is where the we, we've been kind of building up to this moment for a lot because there have been a lot of rumors about the the kind of status of Imra and and Monel and there's something there was something about their marriage that wasn't quite normal it wasn't just we fell in love and we're married now kind of thing and a lot of people thought that because she's a telepath she was controlling him mm-hmm. you know like um which is not I mean it's kind of in her character from the comic books but it would make her seem kind of evil and ruthless to do something like that sure and that's not I don't that's not the kind of message they want to sell to the about the legion right especially when you only know three of them one of them's monel one of them is brainiac five and then so arguably the most normal of all of them would be imra um and so that's not the message you really want to sell to your general audience about the legion of superheroes um so i'm glad i'm glad what what we found out is is um they got married for a diplomatic reason, basically. It was a business arrangement. You know, Earth and Titan needed to unite. It's the, the old school way that marriage worked. 
you know, like royalty or something like right. that. We need to unite our two countries together. So, you know, this princess from Spain and the prince from the Ukraine will unite and blah, blah, blah. Right. And form the new country of the U Spain. U Spain. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 U Spain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you get when you put Spain and Ukraine together, you get U Spain. I would love to hear somebody speak Spanish with a Ukrainian accent. <laughs> that would be that would be very very amusing for a number of reasons. That would be that would be great. Um and so Monel is he says that he 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 grew to love they grew to love each other. Right. Um you know in this marriage kind of remind me of Fiddler on the Roof when Tevya comes home and he's oh. like do you love me? Right. Do I what? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, kind of like that. And so, but being back on Earth, he's having a hard time reconciling his feelings with Kara. Um, he's having a hard time reconciling his old feelings for Kara with his current feelings for his wife. And now that he's not a misogynist anymore, he's having a really hard time with what to do. You know, the moral dilemma of a good person. <laughs> right. You know, so so what are your thoughts on all? Yeah, um, it it was interesting. First of all, it was interesting to hear him talking about like, I'm not a misogynist anymore. (laughs) That was was pretty great. Yeah. Here. Here's your gold. Yeah. Like, welcome to what you should have been acting like anyway. Um, Yeah, that was interesting. I um, but I I did appreciate, you know, seven years have gone by, um, which I have to sort of keep reminding myself. Seven years have passed. Um, he likely has changed quite a bit. He likely has, um, you know, he, he's he's grown in a lot of ways. Um, so I I give him credit for the ways that he has grown in. I think he probably um, has has seen a lot. I do still though i do still think that there probably is well we'll get there but i think there's more to the um monel imra story than than what we what we're being told but we'll definitely but um but continue what were you gonna so so finish that off yeah i mean so we can we can get into that when, when the time comes but um i applaud him for for his sort of self awareness and i hope that whatever um I hope that whatever revelations are about to come out um, doesn't sort of, oh, I don't know, doesn't sort of undo any of the character um, changes that, that he's gone through. You know, I hope it doesn't sort of like invalidate or not, not invalidate, not, but sort of um, undercut any of the changes that he's, he's been through. So I'm, I'm interested in seeing where they go with what has exactly happened to him in the last seven years. It began with the forging of the great podcasts. One was given to the Flash TV Talk, the other to Supergirl TV Talk, and eventually Legends, iZombie, and the Lords of Starkville. But there was one podcast forged in secret. From the creators of Flash and Supergirl TV Talk, there's a new show in town, Tolkien TV Talk, the podcast where three hobbits get hyped and bring you all the news about the upcoming Lord of the Rings-inspired series from Amazon Studios. 
Listen in as Tim, Bo, and Andrew speculate, riff, and reminisce about all things Tolkien while we anticipate the forthcoming TV series. So whether you're heading out for a night at the Prancing Pony, at home by the fire at Bag End, or gearing up to walk to Mount Doom, give Tolkien TV Talk a listen and find it at all places where podcasts can be found. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Tolkien TV Talk and learn more at TolkienTVTalk.com. So, so Jean's advice to to um, Jean's advice to um, Monel is spot on. Is that marriage is about sharing? He says, if you have a hard time sharing, like my my wife and I used to, you know, Martian mind meld every night. You know, I'll like, bet they did. This is what I felt. This is it was a heyo. This is what I felt. This is what I'm feeling. Blah blah blah. There are no secrets in a marriage, as you can attest to. You know, you know. Yeah. You've never brought up once that time you killed somebody. Never. She has no idea. She has no she has idea. No clue. She has. She's. She has no and she clue. Doesn't listen and you know, to this podcast, she's better. So she'll never know. She'll never know. That's you know that you know. If you really want to be involved in your spouse's life, you've got to be involved in everything. Is what I always sure. say. Nothing you can do nothing on oh, your no, own. You everything no must be together. You must be together at all times. There is no. I mean, she doesn't listen to this podcast, but she's across the room right now because we have to be in the same room all, all the time. That's yeah. right. Hello. Yeah. You know, it's really convenient that she's throwing Cheetos it at your is. head as we speak. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's, yeah, it it's so distracting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't even eat Cheetos. Why do you have them in your house? Just for it's throwing just, purposes. Yeah. It's just uh, it's just a thing we do. It's kind of an inside yeah, joke. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Well, it's distracting. Stop. Sorry. Okay. So, <laughs> um, but Jean is completely right. He's got to share how he's, he's got to share how he's feeling um, because that's how relationships mm. grow. Um. So Lena is the one that goes to get Ruby from the rink. You know, she I wonder how many like if Lena was the first person that Ruby tried or it was Mm. like tried Kara not answering, tried Alex not answering. I guess I'll try my billionaire aunt Lena. (laughs) You know, like she's probably not she's probably not busy running a corporation (laughs) or many corporations. Um, But props to Lena, I say like total props for being like nothing is too busy that I can't leave and take care of this child. Very much so. And if anything, that says a lot about who Lena is as a Luther, you know, as an anti-Luther in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's true. Um, She definitely um, made a point of, throughout this whole episode, she said to Sam at the beginning, like, you need to take time off and, and, you know, get better and, and whatever. Like, you're under a lot of stress. There's a lot going on. Nothing is so important that you can't take a day off. Um, And then she... You know, she 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 walks the she walks the talk because when the time comes when Ruby needs her, she drops what she's doing and goes and takes care of her. So, you know, she she clearly mm-hmm. does live her life by that sort of belief of like, well, nothing's so important that you can't, you know, you can't drop it uh, if when when something more important comes up. Exactly. Um, so while they kind of they kind of sit and try to figure things out where Lena kind of tells her that her mom's not been doing great but Ruby already clearly knows that it's not like you know it's not like Lena's like your mom's not doing well sweetie it's like Ruby knows that her mom is being weird and she kind of needs to be comforted yeah um and and Lena kind of leaves it at listen if there's one thing you got to know about me is that I will always find the answer to something right always because that's just who she is. So everything's a game of chess, and she will win that game. So, um, 
Meanwhile, back at the TEO, Wynn has created nice some nice earplugs for them. Uh, they have a 95% chance of working, which is pretty great. If you ask me, everything, you know, everything needs a little bit of wiggle room. But, yeah. Um, Wynn's Win, so good to them. Um, go ahead. You were going to say something? He, he's just, so, I'm just I'm mostly just laughing at, at his reaction he's like i am so positive this is great i fixed it this, these powers aren't going to work against you anymore oh great are, are you sure yeah i'm like i'm like 95 percent sure i'm like mostly sure i'm yeah i hope i hope it works but then sean is like good job agent shot and he's like i know because <laughs> you know, i'm amazing because i'm amazing i'm so good at my job um so rain at her fortress of um solace right no fortress of Oh shit! Sure. No, um, Sanc- sanctuary. sanctuary, sanctuary, fortress of sanctuary. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you just call it the sanctuary then? Nah, whatever. Because it's where she goes to find sanctuary. But also, she's protected because it's a fortress. fortress. Gotcha. Um. So anyway, um, she's got to get to purity first, you know, so they don't. You know, the DEO and Supergirl doesn't kind of take her back. Um, and so there's, you know, uh, Purity's kind of on the train and she's like, do you know the way to Santa Fe? And another guy's like, ma'am, are you all right? Um, and then Supergirl shows up breaking the train. Um, and then uh, <laughs> everyone's like, well, it's at least we're alive. <laughs> um, so... So it looks like they're going to win the fight pretty easily. You know, it's uh, it's it's Alex, it's Supergirl, it's Monel, it's the Martian Manhunter, and they all have their little fancy earplugs in. You know, she tries, she tries pretty much attacking all of them. She doesn't try attacking Alex with her sonic blast, though. I mean, everybody's got kind of like super density or strength or whatever. Alex doesn't. I feel like even with earplugs, it's still really dangerous for her to be there. Yeah. She's still just human. Like it's it's still a huge, but that's how brave she is. Doom's good point. It's how brave she is. Um, I mean, we saw her go up against the the freaking Nazis in Crisis on Earth X, and she was like the only person who like didn't have powers out of that bunch too. That that's true, but those Nazis also didn't have powers. You know what I mean? Like she wasn't fighting Reverse Flash or anything like true, that. True, but there were. Uh, I'm. I guess I'm I'm fuzzy on like the details of exactly like which individual person she was fighting at any given moment, but like it was still a much bigger risk for her than for anybody else. He, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, just about as much as say like White Canary or anything like that, who also don't have any powers. I guess, and, you yeah. Know, you know, but um, but it, I mean, but when you're up against somebody like a world killer, you know, like the last world killer nearly killed Supergirl, and so. The world. And the world, for that matter. Good job, Frank. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it's just it struck me as they were all standing there. I was like, one of these things is not like the other, mm-hmm. you know. Like, she just doesn't fit be- because it's dangerous. Um, but anyway, um, I like that before they break through the train station, we saw Jean use his um, phasing powers twice. In this episode, which was fun, but I love it when they use it creatively, um, like going through the ice wall, you know, like you're going through a wall, you know, right. that's that's it's fun and everything, but it's 
you know, we've seen it, but like phasing through a sonic blast yeah. just because he can that or whatever. Really cool. That's that's cool. Um, so purity, you know, purity takes out the floor and brings them all to the train station, um, which I think it's interesting. The train was above them in the train station hmm. and not below them. That is interesting. Just from an architecture standpoint, why is the train above the station, uh, but still underground? Like how how deep how is that train station? Um, yeah, I don't know. All I guess the way to the core. I've seen some like subway stations where that's the case, but um, huh. but but you're right. That is unusual for for anything else. I was I I was having um. First of all, a minute ago you said um, how cool Jean's phasing thing was. That was very, very cool. Mm -hmm. That was super creative. Badass move by him. But um, when they phase through and go down to the train platform where all the people are, it reminded me of that moment in Superman 2 where Zod and Ursa and Nan decide to use... You mean Zod, the one that Superman kills? Oh, sorry, you broke up there. I couldn't hear you. Anyway, um, so oh, I said so the, anyway, the yeah. Superman I guess kills. we'll never know what Tim said. Um, but uh, Zod and Ursa and Nahan, uh, start using you know the people against Superman because if they can't hurt him, they no, can at least the, the people. people. Let me throw a cellophane s at you. Um, so so yeah, I I got shades of that a little bit here. Oh yeah, sure. I can I can sense I can sense that connection mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, anyway, meanwhile, meanwhile, back in the notebook, um, rain shows up as they're battling, as they're battling, uh, purity. Um, but Alex tries everything Kara's way. She doesn't try her, she doesn't try her shtick the way that, you know, she had been trying it before. She goes for the, she goes for the heart and she actually reaches Julia underneath underneath mm -hmm. purity and kind of changes her back and i think that if they had tried that if they had tried that completely the first way i don't think it would have mm. worked i i think it they i think julia needed alex to be the hardo and then become the grinch and have a heart three sizes interesting you like i like she needed to see the shift in somebody, somebody that was automatically going to believe in her doesn't feel not does not authentic, but it doesn't it doesn't hold the same mm -hmm. weight. It's kind of like a teacher who always tells you great job as opposed to the one that never says it except for once in your entire class. I see. What you know, saying. like that great that great job means way more than the one who says it all the time. Yeah. 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 OK. I can I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. When you have to work harder for it, it it's much more meaningful. And I think that right. And I think that that affected Julia the correct way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so that that's when Rain show that's when Rain shows up and ruins everything. <laughs> and she was a she was about to kill Alex because you know she's just a person. That's um, yep. yep. Um, and but Julia decides to sacrifice herself to Rain, a, a classic take me instead move. Um, to which I mean that's what Rain actually needs. So, um, I think and I mean. I mean, if it wasn't a TV show and you could do what you want, Rain could have easily have killed Alex and still taken Julia, really. But I'm glad she didn't. Yeah, me too. Because I like I like Alex. Yeah, and I would have been I would have been super surprised. Um, that would have been just, a huge shock. Yeah. Oh my goodness, what a shock that would have been. Um, 
So I love at the end of the fight, like Jean's been holding, the Marshman has been holding up this pillar the entire time. Like, he's like, no, I've got it. No, Monel, you're knocked out. It's okay. I've still, I can hold this pillar. Fight's over. He's like, and place. <laughs> like, as soon as the fight's over, he's like, oh, I don't, and, oh, and, oh my God, it's in place. Yeah, right. And uh, we're good. I mean, and we're good. What? Did I, did I miss the fight? Oh, guys, there was a guys? fight. I, I didn't even, I didn't even notice. Oh my goodness. It's almost like I didn't want to fight anybody and I yeah, was just uh, here to hold this pillar. Oh, well. Uh, I thought that, I thought that was funny. That was funny. Um, so Alex, um, Alex's leg is okay, but she has a few broken ribs. So we know she heals quickly, though. Um, Apparently, because although Ruby said to Lena that it was months ago that didn't she say something like that? Like that was months ago that Mom was supposed to go on this big trip and didn't and yeah. all this yeah. stuff. Yep, that's right. And so. So I guess that like it has been a good chunk of time s- since then. I, I guess so. so. That's I guess that's what we can. I guess so. What we can sort of uh, uh, derive can, from that. Indeed, indeed. Um, so it looks like Supergirl's way is the right way, and that it is going to be changing the world killers from their hearts mm. instead of fighting them. And that's going to be the way to take them down. I think we all suspected this, but I'm glad that everyone on the show is coming around to this idea. It's nice um, to see that confirmed. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. The um, heart Osborne. First way attack is his heart. Mm, nice pull. Yeah. Great that's, job. Thanks. Uh, Julia, uh, is going to go through a little bit of an awakening inside the Fortress of Sanctuary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sanctuary! Give me sanctuary! Um, And she's not happy about it, judging by that scene. Mm-mm. Just saying. Wynn fixes the Legion ship with the help of Imra. Mm-hmm. And, and it's all about math, and I wasn't really paying attention because they said metrics and centimeters, and I was like, Bleh, basically, math. it seems like they were measuring they it. The num- they're measuring it wrong. They were measuring yeah. it wrong, and so they were putting too much power into the into yeah. the, mo- the battery. And once they figured it out, once Wind figured it out, they were like, got it, easy. I loved that. I loved that Wind figured it out. I'm like, and where that- was Brainiac for that? I, that's what I want to know. He's a 12th level intellect. He wasn't there to do, like... He could have just, he like... He wasn't there? He could have, like, smelled it and figured it out and been like, oh, guys, obviously. I know. I know. But he could have smelled it. What? He's just that smart. Like, he didn't even look <laughs> yeah, at it. He could, like, ah, oh, got it. I don't know if his... I don't know if sniffing is attached to his intellect. You, like, you don't, don't know, know that it's not. You know, that's true. I don't know that it's not. So if, with all the evidence that is piled in right here, I'm just going to have to believe you. I think I think that is the conclusion we're making, yes. Yeah. Oh, man. What a world. Um, so I think that's very nice that Imra's Im not, she's not dumb. I mean, like, she's like, I know that you loved Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, or Car. It's not, this is not a surprise to me or anything like that. But it's, you know, it's... It's important that we share these things together because we are married and, you know, and even though you look at her the way that you looked at me the first time you told me I love you, you know, that's, you know, so not, know what hurts though? Like she said, the first time I told you I love you and not every time since then, you know, it's like you look at her the way you look at me. It's the way you 
used to look at me, kind of. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. Um, although, is it the way that he used to look at her up until the time they landed in the past again and cars showed up again? You know, like, it's not like they were having, they weren't having problems before. It was, it's just because Kara's there. Yeah, I think that once he's exposed to Kara again, he starts to, the old feelings start to come back, and that's when he starts to uh resent Imra again and maybe sort of regress back into his old his old feelings for Kara. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he exactly resents her. I think he more resents the decision they've had to you know what I mean? Yeah, like the choices the they made. Yeah. But it's not but it's not and he takes that out on her in some That's way, but right. I don't think it's yeah. it's not really her. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah. It's more the way he took it out on her. You're right. Yeah. Um but so but she so she says like Look, there's more to the reason that we're here than anything, and I'm I expect a part of this because our mission is even secret from you, and I think it's about time that we tell you, but not until April fifteenth. What is that nonsense? I know, right? Ugh. As soon as she said that, I was like, Oh, why do we have a hiatus? I think this is all a plot by the government because they're like, we're not going to tell you what happens until you pay your taxes. April 15th, <laughs> then we will tell you what happened. But until you pay your taxes, you will not find out. I really had no idea where you were going with that. Government secret. Government secret. I'm, I'm, I'm for that. I think you're, I think you're right. Um, I'll, I'll back you up on that until the IRS comes to tell you it's not true. And then, I, then you're on your own. Okay. Um, so Alex there was this very nice scene between Kara and Alex, and basically Alex, Alex is feeling lost because she can't, she can't delete Maggie's number from her phone. There's only two, she only has two speed dials, Kara and Maggie, and she just can't bring herself to change that. And so she's having a heart. It's like it, she's feeling like she's losing hope because she's losing a part of herself. Like she can't trust herself to make. I don't know. It was very conf- not confusing, but it was like she. W- it was so loaded. I'm having a hard yeah. time breaking it down. She was Go very ahead, conflicted. Try. Yeah, she was very conflicted. Where she like she couldn't make up her mind whether she wants to call Maggie or delete her, or she can't move on. She's she's just she's just in a really tough place. And Kara's response to that is, well, you know, it took me a long time to get over the heartbreak with Monel, but I'm starting to now, like I'm starting to be able to move on, which in this episode where we heard Monel say that he was maybe sort of still had feelings with Fakara, you know, and then she's at the same time saying, I'm starting to move on. Um, it's, it's interesting, interesting timing, but yeah, um, it was really nice for me. It was really nice to see the two of them reconciling here at the end of the episode when they were butting heads mm-hmm. earlier, because it's so rare, really, it's so rare that they fight the two sisters to this extent and that um that seriously and are that completely on opposite sides of something right it is so rare so it it, i it felt like oh okay good they're making up it's fine it's all okay they they fought but now but now now it's better everything's back it's fine it's fine everything it's fine it's fine everything's fine you're okay yeah i i agree um and i like that in some ways, I really like that Alex is still dealing with the fallout from Maggie leaving. It's not like, you know, it really shows the significance of their relationship as opposed to yeah. Maggie's gone in an episode later. 
we never hear from we never hear about it again it's never talked about it's like it never happened blah 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 this is it's almost in a lot of ways a very real situation yes it's Um, much more realistic because it would you wouldn't just get over somebody who you were engaged to that quickly like it would take longer and i think that also the like the fact that when when they when they showed alex and sarah hooking up at the wedding i thought that this was going to be a way to sort of try to fast track alex out of that that feeling and out of that funk Mm -hmm. that she was in the, the, the breakup, you know, mourning period. But, um, it showed that, you know, they, they showed that, that, that wasn't what that was. It was like, okay, she, she, this happened, but it doesn't mean like she's over it now and that she's over this relationship she was in. She's still struggling with it and dealing with it every day. Right. That was just part of that was just part of the struggle. Right. I know. I like it. I like it a lot. No, what I also really liked the end of this episode, Frank, where Sam goes back to the Elcor office, the office to kind of collect her daughter. And Linda's like, don't worry. She's on. She's at home. Don't don't even worry. She's at my apartment sleeping. And Lena is really troubled and concerned for her friend. And Sam kind of freaks out like you don't have any right to tell my mom like to tell my daughter that her mother is you know sick and like you can't be diagnosed and like really goes off and just because you're my boss doesn't mean you can tell me what how to do my family and it's like it's not anything that lena did but sam is kind of spiraling and taking it there yeah and then she kind of has a bit of a rain out in front of lena mm-hmm. her eyes flash a little bit and everything and lena you know, when she comes back from that little rain out, she doesn't remember that conversation at all. She doesn't remember flipping out. She doesn't, none of it. And Lena knows that and says, like, I know what's wrong with you and I will make you better. And that's the end of the episode. But my feeling is, does Lena really know what's wrong with her? I don't think so. Like, I, so that Lena's be- not involved in the rain stuff at all. So what do you think Lena actually thinks it is? <sighs> like... You know, I had the brief thought at the end of this episode, like, what if we haven't, what if we still don't know the truth about Lena? I keep sort of coming back to this every like six months, but God, you're so, what if she's a good person? I know. And I want her to be, but at the same time, like, what if she's like using, what if she like knows something about rain and she's using that to either for, for some kind of gain? I don't know, man. There's just something. To, there's something not, not quite right, or, or there's a possibility. There's something not right there. So it makes me wonder. Maybe somewhat um, irrationally, definitely somewhat irrationally. But like, I wonder if there's more than 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 what we know, or could be more than meets the eye. More than meets the eye, or quite simply, maybe she just thinks she knows but she really doesn't i think she thinks she knows but she really doesn't like and i think it's going to make it more complicated Mm. i think she's going to try to help and because she's not in on the loop because let's say so there's there's four there four besties right cara and alex obviously know what's going in a lot of ways knows what's know what go knows what is they know what is going on um, and then you have Sam, who is actually Rain, connected to, you know, connected to Alex and Kara that way. But then you have Lena, who's not really connected to that world. Right. You know, that all three of them are on the Supergirl world as well as in the Kara Danvers world, where Lena is not. 
she's only in the Cara Danvers world. And so I don't, I think she's going to, she's the odd man out. And so I think she's going to try to take this in a different direction than it really is, which is going to be a problem. So do you think that, do you, so how about this? Do you think that it's possible that um, Lena in an effort to help Sam, her friend, uh, ends up setting off maybe a chain sequence of events that leads to, you know, whatever the big final events of the season are? I think so. Yeah. I think she's going to be indirectly responsible for the third world killer in some way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe the third world killer is not actually another person in the pod. Maybe it's just a in disembodied spirit that takes a hold of Lena or something like that. Interesting. I don't know. I I can't I don't know. There's there's not enough information as of right. yet, but We need more clues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need more blues. Mm, clues clues. clues. Blues Clues, Blues Clues, help us solve the mystery. Blues, Blues Clues. All right, I'm, You're I'm good bad. at music. Thanks. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm the best. You're the best. Uh, I'm the best. Frank, there's no trailer. There's so no we don't trailer, have to... I know. There's no trailer, but we. I do want to go into something that's slightly spoilery. Um, and so, because I remember my thoughts. So if you could... Take the good people out, and then we'll come, and then I'll come back in for the spoiler talk. All right, come out here, guys. Come, come with okay. me. Come in, come with me. Yep. Go right. with Frank. Right. Go. Listen, come with Go. me, and while we're we'll walk and talk. I'm going to tell you that you can find and us on the internet. You'll be in a world of Supergirl TV talk. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on the internet, SupergirlTVTalk.com. Email us at SupergirlTVTalk at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at TV Supergirl. Uh, also find us over at uh, thoughtbubbleaudio.com. That's where you'll find Supergirl TV Talk, Tolkien TV Talk, Academy Rewind, Beer with Geeks, uh, uh, Hate Watch with us, uh, Starkville House of El Krypton. Uh, we have a whole bunch of shows, a growing family of shows over there that we are very proud of. And uh, we love every single one of them. And we love every single one of you who listens to them. Um, so check out all of those shows. Of course, find us on iTunes, a.k.a. Apple Podcasts. One of the most important things you can do to support us is to leave us a rating or a review. Even just tapping a star review and not writing a rating, even that, even that will help us hugely um, on Apple Podcasts. So please do that if you are able, ridding, uh, ready, and willing. Um, you can uh, find us Anywhere podcasts are found, Overcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, um, anywhere you'll find podcasts, you'll find this show and and all all of our shows. Uh, and uh, finally, of course, Thought Bubble Audio on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Thought Bubble Audio is how you can support us if you want to put your money where your mouth is uh, and say, yes, I want more independent podcasting. Let's make it happen. That's where you can do that. Any final thoughts, Tim, before we head into spoilers? Um, about all of that, no, do all the things Frank just said. I agree. All right. Well, then from yeah. here on out is going to be spoilers and speculation. All right. So here we go. Spoilers. Uh, Superman killed Zod. Okay. Now moving on from that. Um, I hate you so much. I, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, okay. So I think that 
so whatever this secret is, this other secret mission, yes, that this other secret mission that the Legion is up mm-hmm. to is going to alienate because they're aliens, alienate Monel from the okay. Legion. And so he's going to break ties with them in some way. And from there, I think that's where he's going to get his super cool new duds, his red his costume suit. with the blue cape. Okay. I, th- I think that he's going to step away from, he's, he's going to step away from the Legion, but continue to be super heroic uh, with Kara. Because otherwise there'd be no reason for him to get a suit that looks more like a traditional superhero suit instead of just, you know, a, like a jacket. Um, and so I think that's important for, it's important for, I don't know. Um, I was going to say his growth, but um, if, if he can't reconcile his feelings with Kara, then I think to give the character an out. So he doesn't like break a marriage and he looks like a terrible person from doing that. Um, I think that whatever the Legion is up to might be, he might feel as dastardly enough as to not merit being with them anymore. Yeah. So it, it makes me wonder like what on earth could the Legion be doing? That's so, you know, dastardly to your point that, that he can't, you know, he can't bear to be with them anymore. I do think, I do think so. they've got to kill Kara. Danvers. Well, I don't know about that, but I do wonder if it has to do with. I mean, I think it must have something to do with Rain and the World Killers, right? Like maybe they came back in time mm-hmm. to stop that from happening, maybe to prevent Supergirl from getting killed or something. Right, but he would be all for that. Right. So, 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 so that where I'm going with that is, I don't think he's necessarily against whatever their plan is, but maybe. Maybe his marriage to Imra is a sham because he was, you know, under under mind control or something when it happened. And that's why he doesn't remember or know the real reason they're there. So that would leave mm-hmm. him like available to like, well, turns out we weren't really married after all. That was just part of I had to make you think we were so that this plan would work. Um, and so once the plan is executed, he no longer is like stuck with Imra anymore. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I don't. I I kind of like them together though. And as as much as I liked, I mean, I mean, as much as I like Carmen, I don't really like feel like he's the one. You know what I mean? I never have. Even with his, you know, growth, I still don't really care for him. And a lot of people online, a lot, are saying that they feel like that the show is ramming the caramel thing down everyone's throats and forcing this, this pairing to happen that, that a lot of fans don't want to see happen. Um, I, I don't feel quite that strongly that it's being rammed down my throat, but I've just never really been that excited about them as a couple. So I'm not gung ho. Yippee. Yay. They're going to get together. And we do know it's going to happen. I think that could be for a couple of reasons. One, I think that I, I think, I think that, you know, the, in season two, their relationship is kind of like they kind of butt heads and then it's kind of puppy love. And, you know, it's not really anything of pure substance. And he certainly wasn't a mature, a real mature right. person. So that didn't help. But then now you see him as a mature person. And a lot of that has to do with be, with the relationship that he's in. 
and what he's been through and their new dynamic is in somewhat still kind of friction, you know, for different reasons, you know, because, you know, latent feelings and like all this different stuff. But like, I think they work better as like exes that can help console one another because they understand one another, but they don't need to be together. I don't know, like, yeah, what good that will do for either of them. I agree. I think that they work better as like teammates who once were very close, um, rather than as like lovers again. Yeah. Right. It just that doesn't. Apart from Kara being happy and then eventually being hurt again, it doesn't really, um, it doesn't really fit. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. But that's uh, that seems to be the whole kit and caboodle from me. Okay, well, I do I like that theory that that something happens, you know, in the next couple episodes that either he 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 can't abide whatever's happening and he goes off and that's how he gets his suit that we've seen. Um, I like that, and I think I think there's something to that. I think you're onto something there. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Well, then, um, then I say until next time. Up, up, and away. <laughs>